0: crusade channel news news you can trust because the truth can be trusted
1: from the crusade channel news desk here's janet huxley
0: good morning crusaders welcome to wednesday may the 24th 2023 i'm janet huxley reporting for the crusade channel news desk live from the dothan ranch and farm south of kansas city missouri this report is brought to you by the Epic Times, America's new hometown newspaper of record. Used and endorsed by Mike Church, the Epic Times is journalism you can count on. Subscribe today at crusadechannel.com forward slash epic. Here's what to listen for this hour Florida Governor DeSantis announces he is running for president on Twitter. Democrat North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper declares state of emergency over school choice bill. A 1,000 disgruntled workers plan to walk off the job at Amazon. And International Space Station welcomes two Saudi visitors, including the kingdom's first female astronaut. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis announced he's running for president on Twitter Wednesday evening in a conversation with Musk. Our political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose reports. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, a Republican, will announce he is running for president during a discussion with Twitter CEO Elon Musk, three sources familiar with the plans told NBC News. Musk and DeSantis will host an event on Twitter Spaces, Twitter's platform for audio chats on Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It will be moderated by David Sachs, a tech entrepreneur who is a Musk confidant and DeSantis supporter. That same evening, the DeSantis campaign will release a launch video and DeSantis will begin visiting several early states after Memorial Day. Choosing to announce his run for president in this manner is a risk for DeSantis and a major deviation from the standard type of announcement of Republican candidates for president. For the Crusade Channel, and political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose. Democratic North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper declared a state of emergency on Monday in an attempt to stop the state legislature from passing a school choice bill. Cooper released a video announcement in which he declared a state of emergency, arguing that the state of public education is no less important than other emergencies. It's time to declare a state of emergency for public education in North Carolina. There's no executive order like with a hurricane or the pandemic, but it's no less important, he said. He continued, it's clear the Republican legislature is aiming to choke the life out of public education. I'm declaring this state of emergency because you need to know what's happening. If you care about public schools in North Carolina, it's time to take immediate action and tell them to stop the damage that will set back our schools for a generation. What a hypocrite. Public schools aren't good enough for his kids, but they are for yours. Independent Women's Forum Senior Policy Analyst Kelsey Bowler blasted. Purple Strategies partner Rory Cooper commented, If I were the governor of North Carolina, I would have been declaring a state of emergency when the state was in the bottom third of states reopening schools and depriving children of the education they needed. Not once parents got involved and demanded something better for their kids. A state of emergency over a bill passed by the legislature. Very serious. Americans for Prosperity Vice President Cassie Maddox joked. In Seattle, Amazon workers have plans to walk off the job on May 31st in an act of retaliation over layoffs and return to office mandates. At least 1,000 of them at Amazon's Seattle headquarters will participate in the walkout, which was announced over Slack and email messages that were reviewed by The Washington Post. We're really walking out to show leadership is taking us in the wrong direction, and employees need a say in the decisions that affect our lives, one of Amazon's Seattle-based software engineers anonymously told The Seattle Times. It's a one-day walkout to show power, the worker said. Employees disgruntled over Amazon's return-to-office mandate, which took effect May 1st, as well as members of Amazon Employees for Climate Justice, are partaking in the walkout, the Times reported. Our quote of the day, pray, hope, and don't worry. Saint Padre Pio. And coming up, our saint of the day, the king who is known for his religious devotion and his care for the poor. You're listening to Crusade Channel News.
1: Hello, Crusaders, and welcome to Frying with Tommy. Today I'm going to show you how to properly fry a chicken, Tommy style. Of course, you need a chicken, the EK3000, or as I like to call him, Dante, Mike Church's Beast and Butt Rub, and an air fryer. Now, once you got your chicken ready, you want to go ahead and add Mike Church's secret blend of sugar, herbs, and spices. And since he put it into this bougie bottle, I can add enough beastin' butt rub until my ancestors tell me to stop. Now the chicken is ready for my air fryer. Why don't you go ahead and put it on in there, and I'ma get Tante ready. Now that's how you fry a chicken. Well, that will conclude today's episode of Frying with Tommy. If you want your own bottle of beast and butt rub, go to shop.mikechurch.com and buy your bottle today.
0: Our saint of the day is St. David of Scotland. David, the youngest son of Scotland's virtuous queen, St. Margaret, succeeded his brother to the Scottish throne in the year 1124. David's friend, St. Aylred, abbot of the English monastery of Ravah, was later to recount David's religious devotion and his generosity to the poor. From his riches, he also endowed the founding of several dioceses and many monasteries. David was to express profound remorse for an ill-conceived and ill-fated invasion of England he had ordered on behalf of his niece. He also suffered the sorrow of the premature death of his only son. On Friday, May the 22nd of 1153, as David was nearing death, he received the anointing of the sick and viaticum, after which he devoted himself to reciting the Psalms with those at his bedside. The next day, the king told those urging him to take a rest from his devotions. Let me rather think about the things of God, so that my spirit may set out strengthened on its journey from exile to home. When I stand before God's tremendous judgment seat, you will not be able to answer for me or defend me. So he continued with his prayers, and David died at dawn on Sunday, May the 24th. The International Space Station rolled out its welcome mat on Monday for those two Saudi visitors, including the kingdom's first female astronaut. SpaceX's chartered flight arrived at the orbiting lab less than 16 hours after blasting off from Florida. The four guests will spend just over a week there before returning to Earth. In their capsule, the 270-mile-high docking puts the space station population at 11 now, representing not only Saudi Arabia and the United States, but the United Arab Emirates and Russia. UAE's astronaut Sultan Al-Nayyadi greeted them with dates, a traditional Arab welcome. This shows how space brings everyone together, said Saudi Arabia's first female astronaut, Rayana Barnawi, a stem cell researcher. I'm going to live this experience to the max. Saudi fighter pilot Ali Al-Karni dedicated his visit to everyone back home. The mission is not just for me and Rayana. This mission is also for the people with ambition and dreams. So the Saudi government is picking up the multi-million dollar tab for both of them, but the others, well... The company cited ticket prices of $55 million each for last year's private trip of three businessmen, but won't say how much the latest seats cost. They belong to John Schaffner, a Knoxville, Tennessee businessman who started a sports car racing team and retired NASA astronaut Peggy Whitson is their chaperone. She now works for Axiom Space, the Houston company that organized the 10-day trip, its second to the space station.